John McGuire. Hello. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, it's a thrill for me to be here with you, Atlas. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. And I'm grateful for Adelita Montero for introducing us. She's so nice. Oh, what a gem. Yeah. We had a rocking conversation on the show together. And then right afterwards, she was like, John McGuire, that's who, that's who needs to come on. <laughs> and we had our little FaceTime together. That was so sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then it, we just booked it. Yes. And here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> Synchronicity. I, I know. I know. And kinesiology and consciousness this is going to be such a fun episode. We're going to be talking about muscle testing, the levels of consciousness, the influence that that has on our societal landscape on a geopolitical and business level, mm-hmm. which is hugely influential. Because it may be that egoic levels of consciousness that are in the greatest positions of power across the planet is our most upstream issue that we face. Right. Yeah. And we'll have demos. We're going to have demos with, with muscle testing that we can do at home for the audience as well. Um, regarding just basic muscle testing. We also have props like things like food to, mm-hmm. to share with people, which will be really exciting. And also, we have some uh, links in the bio below to John's Kinesiology Institute if you guys want to go and explore. He has content there for you to check out, as well as he has a new uh, digital copy of his muscle testing book that accesses innate intelligence. And the link's also there in the bio below, which you can email to request that. And so we'll be unpacking all of that. John, I want to... As we get into some of the more uh, fundamentals of kinesiology and consciousness, I want to kind of get to know your the journey perspective. So when you're born in Akron in Ohio, and then were, who were you growing up that even got you interested in kinesiology and consciousness? Well, early my breakthrough came at, when I was at Oberlin College. And the second semester, I moved, I, and I was like, all into rock and roll and drugs and like lower consciousness and and wasn't even aware of this stuff. So I move into a natural foods co-op because it was the cheapest place on campus to live and I wanted to save money. And I didn't even know what natural foods were. I I was like beer and pizza was, you know, my staples. (laughs) Okay. So my roommate said, hey, I'm going to a yoga class, a yoga class. You want to come along? I said, well, I don't know. And I went, and that was a major shift in my life because the, the yoga teacher um, was, like, tuned in to higher consciousness yep. that I was unaware of. So I ended up taking a meditation, like transcendental meditation. Uh, he, he brought us to see Ram Dass. And so, wow. yeah, so I got to see Ram Dass, and it was like, my life just totally changed. Wow. From and it, beer and pizza to yeah. natural foods co-op and yoga yeah. <laughs> and Ram Dass. Yeah. I love the transition. This is so great. Okay, yeah. keep going. Yeah. So yeah. So so I became a vegetarian and uh, it told, that just the food alone raised my vibration. Yep. And then I was meditating. I was doing yoga. And you know, my aspiration when I was a teenager was to be a rock and roll star, right? Well, then it was about, okay, no, I want to be a vehicle for higher consciousness. So I became a yoga instructor and a meditation instructor in in Akron, Ohio. So I was teaching around Northeastern Ohio. And one of my students was a chiropractor. At the end of the class, he said, hey, I want to show you something. 
So he said, hold your arm up. And so, so I'm going to push on your arm and you just meet my pressure and see what happens. And so, okay. And he, he pushes and it tests strong. So he says, now watch this. So he does something to shift the energy flow in yeah. my acupuncture meridians, which uh, in yoga, we know the prana in the body circulate one high level prana. And all of a sudden I can't hold my arm up. And he goes, watch this. He, he directs the energy in another way. And my arm is totally strong. So yeah. he says, we're doing this uh, lecture demonstration on applied kinesiology at my office. Why don't you come and check it out? So I go see this and say, wow, this is fascinating. You can, you can find out where there's energy blocks in the body that are causing health challenges and how you, when you unblock that energy and you get the, all the systems flowing in the vibrational frequency of the body to be elevated, your health vastly improves and symptoms go away naturally. Yes. So then I said, where did you study this? He said, oh, we, we learned it from this guy named Dr. George Goodhart in Detroit, Michigan, who, Beautiful. who discovered this. I thought, wow, that would be amazing to study with him. Fast forward two years later, now I'm a body worker and I'm working in a chiropractic office in Youngstown, Ohio. So we go on a winter vacation to Colorado and on the trip, the chiropractors say, hey, Dr. Anderson is going to study with George Goodhart for a year-long certification program. Wow. Do you want to go along? Wow. It was like, wow, just dropped right in my lap. So yeah. I became uh, basically certified in applied kinesiology in 1982. So cool. And that totally changed my practice. You know, as a massage therapist, I was using what Goodhart called the rub and hope method. You know, I had all these techniques, but I didn't know what technique to do. I didn't know what was causing a person's, you know, challenges. So we learned, you know, all these ways to massage the body and hopefully they'd be better and often they would be, but sometimes we'd miss the boat. Yeah. Well, Goodhart talked about the triad of health, which is physical, the structural body. Then we have the, the biochemical and nutritional aspects of health of that affect the structure, yes. and then we have the mental and emotional side of the triad of health Beautiful. that affects the other two. So everything Beautiful. affects everything. Yep. So then of I course, started realizing that there's times when people have back pain that's due to emotional issues, and Goodhart called that emotional low back. Wow. And there's other issues, like when I started learning this and applying it, we'd have people with mental and emotional issues, like one man had anxiety and insomnia. His doctor, which conventional Western medicine, which certainly has its place. Totally. Absolutely has its place, but they often will treat the symptom. Totally, totally. And not find the cause. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So with this one man, when I was testing, I found, oh, there's structural issues, the base of the triangle, and he needed to have cranial adjustments which were affecting his brain, which were affecting his pineal gland, which was affecting his melatonin output, wow. which was affecting his sleep, yes, yes. which was affecting his anxiety and was affecting, you know, the whole issue with uh, his health. So just merely doing that and one other correction came up, balancing his chakras. Yes. See, the chakras affect everything. everything. Those are the energy centers in the body that are also corresponding to nerve plexuses. Of course. Yeah. So when we did, you know, those balances, he no longer had the anxiety. He no longer had the insomnia. And I just spoke with him the other day. This is like probably 
15 years later and uh, he's still doing great. Love it. <laughs> so the, the analogy is this. When you have a puddle of water on the floor, you can get a mop and mop it up. But if the puddle comes back, you say, well, let me get a better mop or let me get a different mop or let me get a shop vac. But if you never look up at the ceiling and see, oh, there's a hole in the roof. Exactly. Why treat the symptom and ignore the cause? Yep. Exactly. So the source is what, you know, Goodhart particularly was able to to help us define through muscle testing. It's a way of tapping into the body's innate intelligence That's right. and energy systems, because we are basically all energetic vibrational beings. Yes. And yes. muscle testing says, where is the, let's say, disharmony? Where are the frequencies not flowing? Where, and the energy's blocked. And when you find out where it's blocked and which technique will unblock it, then muscle testing also helps to show you did your correction work? And ultimately, right. the person feels better almost immediately, immediately. instantly. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, such a fascinating journey. I love the transition at such a young age from <laughs> beer to beer and pizza to yoga. Beer to Buddha. <laughs> beer to Buddha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a really beautiful transition, and there's always these these profound influences that happen to us along our journey that catalyze our interest to go inward. And that interest to go inward, it's a classic parable of the prodigal son. You know, the more that you go outward and outward and outward in seeking happiness externally, the more you're going to recognize that happiness is found through the inward path of recognizing that consciousness is it that we yeah. are already it and that that is known as the this well of honey of peace and bliss that is under the rock yeah and that we have to go inward in order for us to dissolve that egoic rock of the separate entity and to have that that well of honey be 24 7 bliss and peace and then that is an effortless outward path that then happens. It becomes effortless to express ourselves artistically in a way that is extremely harmonic with the planetary intelligence that is yes. already present. And so I love these fundamental moments of yours and for so many of the other guests that have them go inward. And it was so profound, like it also obviously has happened to me and just been so influential. And then also... I love how, as you're explaining, like this perfect opportunity that lands, it, was, it used to be the rub and hope method with the muscle uh, as, a, as a masseuse, and then moving into the Goodhart method. So George Goodhart being a, the founder of applied kinesiology, yes. approximately, you said, 55 years ago or so. Yeah, it now. was in 1964, 1964 he made his first discoveries. First discoveries around then, and then... You about 20 years later in 84, right? 82, actually. In 82, 82. So around, yeah, 18 wow. or so years later that you had the opportunity to go for a year-long course of his. Yes. And he has this triad. And mm -hmm. it's fascinating because when Adelita was on the show, she also has the similar triad, of course, because it is the most fundamental way to look at it. You have the physical, 
And then you have that biochemical, which is all about what you put in as an input into the body, mm-hmm. as nutrition and all of the Ayurvedic techniques as yeah. well. And then also similarly with your input stream of content, right, of, of all of the modern technology age, your input stream also affects you obviously tremendously as well on the content side. And then you have this mental emotional side of things, which is kind of like your psyche and the the consciousness or the awareness that it is kind of the home to all of those your moment to moment experiences and existence that you're having and then Adelita also had this great like everything is encompassed that pie is encompassed by the spiritual yeah and and that's another obviously great way to look at it. so this triad is so fundamental and it's so you know, all these different guests that we've been having on the show around maximizing well-being, they're all doing something. They're just piecing the triad in different ways. Yeah. And those are all of the different faces up the same mountain of maximizing our well-being. Mm-hmm. It's like the one truth at the top of the mountain of this is how to hone in on optimizing, on maximizing your well-being and everyone mm-hmm. else's. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... It sounds like then that you took what the teachings of George Goodhart were into your applied kinesiology practice, and then you kind of started to undergo this. You know, muscle testing is something that, I, you know, David Hawkins has obviously been a massive influence on you, me, Adelita, mm-hmm. beyond as well. But it seems like it's becoming more and more popular. So why don't you keep walking us through the process of what happened to you in the formation also of the Kinesiology Institute and moving to Los Angeles, to Pasadena, and mm-hmm. your continued Great. story. Well, at the end of my certification with Goodhart in, in the fall of 82, I took a Touch for Health instructor training to, to actually teach other people Touch for Health. Now, Touch for Health was started by Dr. John Thee from Pasadena, and he was one of Goodhart's, they called him the Dirty Dozen, the first group of about, there's actually about 20 different doctors that said, let's codify Dr. Goodhart's work and put it into a system that we can teach others. Well, John Thee said to Goodhart, why don't we teach this to lay people and write a book for them? Yeah. And Goodhart was so busy with the latest research, he said, John, if you want a book for lay people, you write it. Yeah. So he wrote the book, Touch for Health, that could bring it to the masses and it was such a brilliant thing that's really made such a difference because then not just the licensed doctor but the general population and paraprofessionals could start using muscle testing and all this knowledge this body of knowledge of how to bring the body into balance energetically and we use again muscle testing to find out what's bringing it out of balance, which we'll demonstrate here today how you can test the foods you eat. Um, you can even test things like lifestyle. As you, you know, with the book Power Versus Force with David Hawkins' work, you can test just about everything, including, uh, you know, businesses and uh, pathways of your life. You know, like if someone's saying, well, uh, and I've done this with Adelita. Is it best for me to go in this direction with this career or this direction? And the, the, the career path that gives you a higher level of consciousness and vibration mm-hmm. will test strong and something that might be not so favorable for your evolution 
and self-development will test weak. So you can use muscle testing all over the place. So back to John Thee. So I'm teaching Touch for Health all over Northeastern Ohio and, and then on to uh, other states and Florida. One year I find out at the annual convention that I'm the person that's taught more people than anyone in the United States. Whoa. Well, they invited me to move from Akron to Pasadena and work wow. as a, a program director for the Touch for Health Foundation here. Well, I ended up finding, you know, Touch for Health is fantastic and there's a lot of great material there, but I'm teaching mainly health professionals this. And there's so much material from Goodhart as well as other doctors that I've studied with, like Sheldon Deal, yeah. uh, who is on the, he helped Di David Hawkins write the book, Power Versus Force, by the way. Yeah. So, I'm like, there's a lot of good material that's beyond Touch for Health that I think practitioners could really benefit from. Yes. So then in 1992, I left the Touch for Health Foundation and started my own Kinesiology Institute. Awesome. Where then I started certifying people throughout the, uh, well actually we have students now in 89 countries, particularly online. Wow. That are, that are using this all over the world. It's so exciting to hear the results that they're having in, in, in their practice as well as their personal lives. And that's the great thing about everything you learn in this, you can, and we'll demonstrate this today, you can use for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, uh, it's a great way to uh, take, you know, the, 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 the gems of, and it's a lot of easy to use techniques and they're non-invasive. Yes, yes. And you know, like you can get rid of pain like in an instant, as well as an emotional, pain and suffering yeah you know i've had times in my life where i literally with some of the challenges i went through i would wake up in the morning saying i just want to die i don't want to be alive yeah. well through using the techniques <clears throat> that are in this work i was able to totally shift that and within a matter of of weeks i was like i'm back in my groove i'm back making a difference for other people and living my mission and got out of my deep suffering. Yeah. It'll probably be helpful to unpack some of the teachings of touch for health, good heart and then touch for health. And then how you basically synthesize that and kept adding your own learnings yeah. into what you developed with kinesiology Institute. Yeah. So let's kind of, yeah, let's walk. And if we want to do demos of Good Heart and Touch for Health, and yeah, yeah, we can do those right along the way. So yeah. yeah, walk us through those, and then how also like you were describing how they're tackling. You know, if there is that that pain that's concentrated, that's physically for some people or yeah. emotional. You know, how are these? How do they help heal yeah. towards well being? Yeah. Well, I'll start with a technique that we can do right here, Perfect. and people watching can do. Perfect. When I was invited to teach at, at the Tony Robbins Life Mastery University, which I've been doing now for 27 years, and such oh, a delight. Yes. I asked John Thee, well, what should I show these people? He says, you ought to show them the ear unrolling technique because it often gets immediate results and it's really easy and fantastic. One more time on the name of it. It's called the ear unrolling technique. Ear unrolling technique. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's what we're doing. This now, is funny. Okay. Do this. Okay. Turn, and everyone watching can do this. Turn okay. your head from right to left and see if you have any stiffness or tension in okay. your neck. From right to left. And okay. then left to right. Doesn't matter with the order. Okay. Just turn one way and turn the other. 
Now I'm noticing when I turn to the right, my neck's a little stiffer, okay? So everyone do that as you're watching. Now the technique's simple. What you're doing is you're taking the rolled over part of your ear and you're just unrolling it and pulling it away from the opening and then working down towards the bottom of the ear. And you could do that about three or four times. So I'm just... And so I demonstrated this, and I still do every, every, uh, every presentation. And I had one woman, and she was from London, and she said she had a car accident earlier, like a year earlier. And she was having all kinds of pain and stress in her neck. And after doing this technique, just taking about 60 to 80 seconds, it totally relieved her neck tension. That's so cool. Yeah. So after doing that, again, you know, four or five times. Now, this is called like the Dumbo technique. Yeah, it's yeah. like Dumbo. Yeah, yeah you're making yeah, your yeah. ears bigger. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. And so now turn ahead uh, again and see. Oh, wow. I'm getting a lot better range of motion now in that yeah, side. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And so that's a simple touch for health technique. Yeah, that is pretty. That's really simple. It and is. And that was easy. about a minute of ear yeah. unrolling. Yeah. So it's kind of like an ear massage. Really, yeah. it's like it's like an unrolling and pulling massage technique yeah. that get and you do yeah. it all across the ear, yeah. and you do that. So, is there an acupuncture relationship there to yes. to the neck? And, well, it, and is that it's called? Um, is that C one? Is that what the top one is called? Oh, well, the top of... vertebra in the neck is C one, but yeah, I'll okay. explain it. Yeah, yeah, okay. The ears act as antennae for the acupuncture meridian system. The acupuncture meridian system, you can think of it as, as wireless channels um, that are going along the surface of the body that have acupressure points or acupuncture as you, you know, if you've been to an acupuncturist, uh, these points along the, the uh, pathways of the meridian are kind of like relay towers or antennas that transmit these, this energy throughout the body and it helps the body to function and be at peak, peak health. So when our bioelectrical energy, also known as chi, is blocked or low, then we have basically health challenges, or at least low energy, you know, mm -hmm. or we're just not uh, focused or basically able to be at our best, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So you wanna have high levels of chi. And so one way to boost your chi very simply is doing this ear unrolling technique. While you're pulling on the ears and unrolling, it's sort of like telling the, the antenna to boost up and bring in more chi, bring in more energy. Interesting. So not only is it good for stiff necks, it also helps to energize you. Energize. So now where on the acupuncture meridian system, the ears are on that? Well, what, the, we'll keep, unpack that more. Yeah, where are all well, the other ones? Too? Yeah. Well, Again, it's it's more of a receptor for all the chi, and there's there's yeah, other the points bi, as the well. bioelectrical mm -hmm. that this ocean is. Yeah. So we're in the ocean, and yeah. there's a bioelectrical torus in a sense yeah. that is happening. And the more constrained egoic levels have these smaller electromagnetic bioelectrical fields yeah. and then the more you have a state of unconditional love and light and love energy uh the more clear your chakras are the more you resonate and the higher frequency higher vibration and so 
now within this acupuncture meridian system, the ears are one of these kind of points that enable a higher chi. Yeah. And then there's other points that enable these higher chis. And yeah. so that's one of them. Are there other ones that you're like recommend that are simple? Like where are these? Sure. Yeah. Well, let's go back to a little more of the context. Of okay, this, let's okay? do it. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. So we have many different energy bodies and, and flows within the body. Like the chakras are one energy system. You know, there's figure eight energy flows. And in my certification programs, we get mm. and break these down because everything affects everything. Mm. And that's one of the things yes. that, um, you're, like you said, your thought, your focus, your emotions, they're affecting all this. Of course, of course. You know, what you eat and your surroundings and the people you're surrounded with. Totally. Yeah, everything affects everything. And yeah. so one of the pathways that we work with a lot within uh, applied kinesiology and touch for health is the meridian system. Okay. So you can think of it as these highways or pathways and each meridian system governs specific functions within the body as well as organs that they're often named yeah. after. Yeah. So we have a lung meridian. Okay. But it's also affecting every cell, like the, 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 the flow of oxygen within into the cell and carbon dioxide out is mm -hmm. governed by the lung meridian. Okay. And then we have uh, a heart meridian, Beautiful. which also the function of blood getting in and out of the cell. So every cell is like its own little body as well. Yep. And so we have points a little like again antennae along a meridian so let's just take um the lung meridian for instance okay you can go from beginning to end by just stroking right along the surface of the body from just right up here uh inside the shoulder that's lung one and it goes mm -hmm. down the palmer side or the front of the forearm mm -hmm. right along to the thumbnail right here so if you just stroke along there even just this, yeah, I do this quite a bit. Is I just stroke my own body, yeah, and just in general, when we're laying down, you know, in our bed, maybe in the morning or at night, or when we're just taking a break to lay down on the couch, it's just so nice to just undergo this. It's a very self love process, yeah, yeah. and you're whether you know it or not, we're dealing with these acupuncture meridians when yeah. we're doing these types of maneuvers is so interesting yeah now along the lung meridian there are certain points that are like known as the tonification point which is right at the radial artery right here is the tonification for lung which are people are you know particularly with what's going on now with covid you know and the lungs are being affected this would be a way to tonify what does that mean tonify uh, increase energy flow. Increase energy flow. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Thank you for clarifying. It's yes. sometimes when you get in, inside a system yeah, and you start using jargon, <laughs> yeah, jargon, yeah. and people say, "What?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a way flow. to decrease the energy flow. So you can just touch there very lightly. With I like to use the thumb, or I mean the either the thumb or the index mm -hmm. and middle finger, mm -hmm. and as you touch right there, that can help bring energy and in, flow into it. And then you can do the other side. Yeah, good. Deep, always take a deep breath because that also increases chi. Yes. Breath in itself is life force. Yeah. It is prana. It, it is chi. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, and, and that whole pranayama yes. in yoga. In fact, I do alternate nost nostril breathing before my meditation yeah. every yeah. day. And 
that brings the brain and the neurotransmitters into balance. So yes, so that's one point. Now, conscious uh, breath can basically be in many ways referred to as the nature of reality in many ways. Yes. Literally, your breath is it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the simplest, clearest way to bring yourself into balance in consciousness. It's just yes. connected. The tool that is always with us like that. And then just that awe, just the sheer awe for the breath, the awe for the consciousness. That in itself is so much of the nature of reality. Yeah, everyone take a deep breath as you're watching, especially breathing in through the belly and expanding the belly. And then relaxing it out. Okay, so let's do another acupressure point. Okay. This is a, a when I teach in uh, the Tony Robbins program. If you're pregnant, don't do this one, by the way. This is right on the back of the hand between the first and second metacarpal. That's the hand bones. And you're pressing with your thumb right here. And this can often... Can you bring that up into your shot? Yeah, yes. let's have you bring okay. that up into your shot. There you go. Okay. So that point right there, if you rub there, that's called large intestine four. Whoa. And this is often good for headaches, can be good for tooth pain, and it helps to uh, bring energy, uh, blocked energy out of the head. Especially given the technology age and using cell phones and keyboards, this is one that I do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another good point. And... You know, so each point has its place and function, and that's where we we also show in muscle testing how to find out where which points are blocked. And what it is, and we'll show muscle testing here in a little bit, is you can find out uh, when you have a strong muscle and then that point is touched either by you or the person testing you or you're testing someone else and you're touching their point or they are. And a strong muscle will then become weakened, that is an indication that that point needs stimulation and that there's energy blocked there. Interesting. So that's another one. So when a strong muscle weakens, that means there's energy blocked and it needs stimulation. If they're touching the point, yes. If they're touching the point, okay. Yeah. Because that was another main thing that you said in your first intro segment that I wanted to make sure that we honed in on, which is the idea of these blockages. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, when we had Anthony Flores on the show, he talks about it like garden hoses, knots in the garden hose. And then that's what we're doing is we're doing the modality of the assistance of unwinding that so that the energy flows that she is a lot more peak performance. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. And so so we'll kind of unpack that as well. Yeah. Fundamentally, any symptom you have is blocked energy. Yeah. You know, it's the, the, yeah, the roof leaking and rather than cleaning up the puddle, that was a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get up there. Yeah. And so you're basically finding where the energy is blocked but also we use muscle testing to find out what's blocking the energy. Is it something in your physical realm? Is it something in your nutritional biochemical body? Is it in your emotional and your mental body? You know? And can you tell from an acupuncture meridian which one of those three it is or it's from a, a muscle test? It's a muscle test. It's a muscle test. Yeah. So you'll be able to determine from the muscle test which of those three also it is. Or energetic 
you know, like the acupuncture meridians, the chakras. Uh, again, I'll, I'll give a demonstration of okay. this. Okay? okay, cool. So I can touch someone's back or they can touch the back. And when you have a strong muscle and then the point of the body where there's, say, a symptom of stress, whatever, is touched, a strong muscle will test weak. Then we have ways of assessing is that weakness have some structural element? Does it have a biochemical element? Does it have an emotional element? And does it have an electrical element? So I was working with this woman who was a, a nurse practitioner and she says, yes, I've had this back pain for four years. So I say, well, let's test what's involved in your back pain. Because often we, again, if you have back pain, and you go to a, a, a therapist, they'll do massage or physical therapy, or a doctor might prescribe you know, a muscle relaxer, or they'll do whatever system that they know everything, if, they're, if they have a hammer, everything is a nail, or you know, if they have a screwdriver, everything is a screw, and they just use their tool hoping that'll fix it. Well, when I checked with her, I said, oh, it's actually emotional and energetic. And so she said, well, I'm not stressed about anything. And I said, well, how long have you had this pain? And she said, four years. I said, well, was anything going on in your life that was affecting you emotionally four years ago? And she said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? Emotional stress gets locked in the body. And if yeah. you don't resolve it, it keeps holding on. Yeah. And so energetically, there was a blockage from that emotional event four years ago. And then I also found there was an energetic property. In the energetic field, and this is a brilliant quote by Einstein, he said, the energy field is the sole governing agent of matter. Yeah. That our energy fields like the acupuncture meridian system, the auric fields, um, the chakras, the, the auric fields are like layers of energy surrounding the body. And most people don't see that with their eyes but it's there and they have electrical equipment. There's like totally. curly and photography that you can actually observe that. We just don't have the, the, the sensitivity to pick up those frequencies. Well, in her case, I cleared her emotional stress from that four years ago. We have very simple emotional stress release techniques to show. And then she ended up through that and working on the orc field, said, God, the back pain's totally gone. And I talked to her later and it hadn't come back. Yeah. So that's where, again, you're looking at what aspect and it's often a combination of them totally another guy had knee pain and his he had knee surgery but it didn't fix it so they said well we're gonna have to do a knee replacement well he's a dance instructor and he said i can't afford to be off work that much i'll lose all my students and my my business will go down the drain so he comes to me in fact i i met him at a tony robbins program when i was presenting there and he said well can you see what's going on and again, instead of me throwing my toolbox at him, I said, let's assess through muscle testing what is your individual yep. situation, yep. came up was primarily nutritional and some structural. And I found out there were certain foods he was eating, particularly wheat that he would eat every meal that was creating an inflammatory condition. And that then was causing his knee pain. Yeah, yeah. Well, he got wheat out of his diet and we did some structural balancing, and I followed him for 16 years. He never needed the knee surgery, and he was able to continue doing his, his dance in, in, instruction and was fine. Wow. No, no more pain, because yeah. he knew, oh, 
And that's often the case. See, we don't realize the food we're eating exactly. is often creating our physical and emotional problems. That's right. We have people that clean up their diet and their depression and anxiety goes away. That's right. So there's that's where, again, the holistic nature of the system and the beauty of muscle testing is you can assess what it is for this person because some pers people will have emotional low back. Other will have structural factors we need to clear. Uh, others will have like the energetic factors. Uh, I had one woman who had uh, a, a chronic hip pain and doctors couldn't, every doctor she'd been to, nothing would help. Yeah. And so I'm testing, it comes up, it's in her auric field. So I'm working with her and a crystal and clearing the energy field around her hip, never even touching her hip. And she says, oh my God, it feels like you just took a vacuum cleaner and pulled the pain out of my body. Mm. I mean, it sometimes amazes me. It's like, wow, <laughs> how that could be so phenomenally effective. Yeah. You know, and, and there's times where people need a hip replacement. You know, there's sometimes, and I, I want people to be aware of, I'm not saying don't do conventional medical tests. And I always say rule things out. You know, and yet when they're not helping and they can't find anything, there's something in the vibrational field that doesn't show up in lab reports. You know, like the, we call it subclinical. Mm -hmm. A lot of people mm -hmm. have like subclinical thyroid, mm -hmm. you know, where, well, they had the tests and everything looks good. Or the adrenal glands, there's another one that are often, mm -hmm. you know, we call it low adrenal hypoadrenia from all the stress people are going through. Mm -hmm. And uh, so many factors that if you just look at the energetic and vibrational frequencies of the body and assess the entire body, mm -hmm. then you're able to see, well, what and we, we have a way of establishing the priorities. Often the chakras show up as priorities. Mm -hmm. And when you clear people's chakras, often their lives totally transform. Yes. Just, yes. you know, which is a lot of what happened with me when I'm going to from beer and pizza <laughs> totally. yeah, to the, the Buddha and pranayama, yeah, exactly. changed my B's and P's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I started balancing my chakras and, uh, you know, my whole life changed. I'm so fascinated by seeing and learning which tests in the muscle testing, what the exact nuanced strategies are on your end to determine whether it's physical or biochemical or emotional and mental. I'm really interested in sure. that. Yeah. So should we, should we do some yes. of that? You know? uh, yeah. Perhaps I can show how to do self-testing. Perfect. Would that be good? Okay. Is that the, is that the new one? Yeah, should we I? can do it. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, probably a good time to zoom, zoom out then and I'll, yeah. uh, I'll get behind that center cam. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to man some of the middle camera for um, some of this content. And then we'll also be standing up for some of it. So we'll be adjusting that center shot for you guys. One sure. Moment. Mm -hmm. And so, so we're going to do the knee one. So we want to angle yeah. it down, right? Yeah. So one of the ways I self-test is I bring my knee up and the foot out a little bit in front. And then you can do this along with me. I put my palm on the end of my thigh, just right above the knee, and I meet my pressure kind of like I'm pushing, I'm holding the knee up, and then I push down towards the floor, 
and I'm meeting my pressure. So I'm I'm pushing with first like the weight of my hand and a little harder, a little harder, a little harder, about eight pounds of pressure, okay? Now, I then ask my body to give me a no response, meaning I wanna see what the body does when it is basically showing me energy blockage or stress. You can think of it that way. So you can even do this as I say, body, give me a no, and I think of a stressor. And then when I push, I just give way. So I might think of a frustrating thought, okay? Um, now, rather than be in your head, you wanna be in your gut and allowing your body and being open to the result and yeah. giving, say, body, give me accurate information. That's the intention. I'm having an intention of getting accurate information from my in, innate intelligence, yes. getting your head out of it and say, intelligence, give me a response. Yes. Now I say, body, give me a yes. And I think of a happy thought. So everyone can try that. Again, if you have the foot a little further in front, it engages this muscle here called the quadriceps. So body, give me a no. Body, give me a yes, okay? Now. Okay, so, so again, the recap is that um, we're going to be in our body. We're going to land in our energetic body away from the mm -hmm. head. And so mm -hmm. we're here and we're lifting up the leg and we're saying, you know, we're thinking something around a happy, positive thought. We're getting a body, give me a body, give me a yes. And mm -hmm. we're really in, and we have that engagement of the quad. And mm -hmm. then if it's, you know, something around anger, or misery or suffering, you know, body, give me a no. Mm -hmm. So easy. Body, give me a no. Body, yeah. give me a yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Okay. So now we have that. And so yeah. it's almost a completely, we're, we're not even using in a sense, even our conscious perception around this. It's just more mm -hmm. a relaxed state. It's a very yeah. relaxed, innate intelligence yeah. state. Okay. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yes, exactly. You know? exactly. So that's that's the leg test. There and was there was one that I was doing. I was watching John's videos, and I was doing one which we'll probably demo when we're standing up. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that one as well because that one has a lot to do with sort of the more that you do these, the more that you get into, especially like should I have you know two ounces, four ounces, six ounces of this thing, and you can mm -hmm. literally can you can tell which way you're swinging. Yeah. And we'll do some of that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So I, I'll show one little thing to show an emotional, if emotional clearing would help. Yeah, okay, Okay. cool. So I'm gonna go uh, again with the, the foot test here and I'm gonna think of a stressor, okay? So I'll think of a stressor. <laughs> right now I've got, oh, I gotta get my taxes ready, okay? So I think about getting my taxes ready and when I think about that and push on my leg, I totally go weak, yeah, okay? Yeah. Now there are stress release points on the forehead. They're called the frontal eminences. They're, like right here where the, the forehead kind of has a little bump or ridge, those eminences, that's what a kind of a protrusion on the forehead. And we often touch them when we're under stress instinctively. Like we go, oh my God. That's right. Oh. Now physiologically what this does is it gets more blood flow and oxygen into particularly the emotional centers of your brain to help clear the stress. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch here again and think about my taxes, doing my taxes. Oh, and now it's strong. See, so without that, thinking the taxes, I go weak. And then I think about doing my taxes and I'm strong. So that's just an example. I mean, anything you're stressed about, if you touch here yeah. and you think about it, it clears it energetically to help you 
not be so stressed about it. Yeah. And, and, and it, again, it unblocks energy. It gets energy flowing from the back of your brain, where our old association area is, to the front of your brain, which is called the new association area, which we'll talk about more later, but it's just a very simple technique. And you don't rub, you just touch lightly, mm, okay. right like this, just touch and hold. Now what I'll often do is, before I go to sleep, I'll, in fact, I'll even go to sleep with my hands here. I'll be lying, you know, say on my side, mm -hmm. and I'll just put my hands here, and I'll go off to sleep, or like this. And that is able to clear a lot of the stress of the day and help you fall asleep better. So anytime you're having insomnia, mm -hmm. do some slow, deep breathing, touch here, and then just let your body unwind. Oh. Yeah. So that's, that's a great technique. Tony actually shows that in the Life Mastery program that I teach at. Beautiful. And... Um, and, it, and it's just profound. You can do that with other people. You know, like if you, for yeah. mothers or fathers, if your kid's stressed uh, or anybody, you're, you know, I do this with my, uh, my clients in, in sessions where they're, you know, stressed about something. I'll hold these points and then have just doing slow, deep breathing. It's really one of the easiest techniques in Touch for Health and Applied Kinesiology. Yeah. So that's a, uh, a simple one, but I'm showing how when... You, we talked about this earlier when something is like taxes. testing weak. Like taxes. Yeah, yeah, ta yeah. taxes. Yeah. <laughs> you will do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a taxing situation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you have energy blockage, that was an, a thought or emotional blockage, and you touch a point that will help to correct that, it goes from weak to strong. Okay. I want to also get in this and, and give it a go. Interesting. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah. Taxes are definitely not a favorite of mine either. So, <laughs> all right. So, taxes. Okay. That's taxes. How about smoothie? Yeah. That's holding. Okay. Taxes. Okay. So now, taxes. Do you notice how it strengthens when you? Yeah. 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 And so, taxes. you know, and you don't have to muscle test to do this technique. I mean, you know, I I just do it whenever I'm stressed about anything. Uh, and it helps to clear it totally really quickly. And again, it's just that the, even just that touch component itself, especially like you say, you know, the prefrontal cortex, or you said the mental eminence is what you were frontal. saying. Frontal, frontal eminence. That yeah. means the frontal bone. This exactly. is the frontal bone exactly. and it's cool. the eminence or bump on the frontal bone. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you're touching on both sides. Just about three fingers width above the eyebrows. Yeah. And you're just touching it with the pads of the fingers very lightly. You're not rubbing. You're just touching and holding. And another little tip is so you can nice. slightly tug up on the skin towards the, mm. the hairline mm -hmm. and just touch and hold. Oh, that's nice, too. Ooh, and I breathe like deeply. slight tug. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. And again, Tony Robbins is, is showing this now. I, I originally presented that back in the... Uh, you know, in the early days, and now he's even incorporating this in this program because it's so simple and yet so profound. Yeah. I've had people with major stressors that doing this helped to clear it. Yeah. Now, even when you're touching here, you can focus on the stressor and whatever happened in the past that you're stressed about, but what you're doing is you're changing the neuro association yep. where instead of when you think of it, energy blockage, stress, going into fight or flight, 
you know, your body is you're in almost, a lower state of consciousness. You're almost turning the tax into something that's a little more relaxing. It's got energy flow on it. And then okay. you actually start thinking of new ways. It's like, oh, <laughs> I just thought my new assistant, I'm going to turn that, uh, 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 that job over to her. So I'm yeah. going to have her working my QuickBooks up and then I'm going to get yes. that to my accountant. And, yes, yes. and I see it now all being complete, you know, rather than, oh God, we, we go into these catastrophic expectations. Oh, I don't want to do this. And I don't, uh, resistance, the, the basically. Prag state of resistance. The pragmatic benefits of this are, are rebaselining ourselves to a state of peace and bliss on that 24-7 basis, which yeah. is what the spiritual perennial wisdoms are which is when you go inward and recognize that consciousness is it that you recognize more and more that i feel that well of bliss and peace on a moment-to-moment -moment basis even though there's taxes even though there's these things that quote appear for some people to be like suffering we still Jedi and ninja our way through it peacefully yeah. and blissfully harmonically and so it so this is one this is one of many of the muscle tests now yeah. we have we have other ones we have are the we sway tests yeah. so we should stand now should yeah we stand now? okay and all I right. just want to cap on yes, what cap. you said yes is it's when we resist our experience i know this is That's, so key and what you were just talking about is it's about flow it's about flow don't resist flow even if That's you're it. you're finding yourself upset or angry or you know feeling any let's say lower vibrational frequency emotion accept it and flow with it and just be with it see they we have a saying whatever you can feel and express you can heal that's it. But if yeah. you resist, it's not life that brings us down and kills us. It's resisting life in That's our experience. It. So That's just it. flow with your experience. And then when you're in a state of flow, you've got energy flow. You've got then completion, things, you know, magically, even you meet the right person, you know, that it all comes together like we met. You know, it's exactly. like when you're in the flow, your life is like your dharma just unfolds. unfolds. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You don't have to you don't have to force it. There's no force. Yeah. I, and the the analogy of the perennial wisdoms across mystic traditions is the oceanicness. It's that the more that we recognize that consciousness is that pure bare awareness of the oceanic infinitude that is eternal and then it's always being colored by the waves the waves are the experiences the thoughts emotions feelings beliefs yeah. objects sensations perceptions taste smell touch all of those things that then what happens is we learn how to ride the crest yeah. of the wave surf it we surf that crest david hawkins and all of these other just surf on the crest and versus when we swim against the currents and that we're resisting and so these strategies they help in the process of relaxing into the wave mm -hmm. into the experience yeah. yeah yeah so yeah let's show the sway test this okay, one so i use standing. more than anything yeah okay so we get out of the microphone here. So when you're doing the standing <clears throat> test, the sway test, am I at a good angle for you? 
Yeah, you should see it right here. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Over there. Yeah. So what I do is I have my feet about shoulder width apart, and then I focus again on my gut, and I'll think a happy feeling and thinking the word yes, 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 yes. And I notice I sway forward. Most people do. Now I'm going to think a frustrating thought. I can't think of the taxes anymore because it doesn't frustrate. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, oh boy. Um, okay, well, just the amount of work I need to get, get accomplished this week. Okay, and I think of that. No, no. And then I think of the word no, no, no. So everyone, you can just stand and, and do this as you're watching. So think of a happy thought and see if you go forward or back. And just, again, tune into your gut. They call it the uh, Dan Tien down here below your navel, and that's your body's center intelligence, and see a yes goes forward for me, and then I think a no, and then upsetting thought, and I go back, okay? Now, how I can then use that is I can take, um, say, again, a, a thought, or maybe a decision I'm wanting to do. So I'm thinking about, okay, is it good for me to work on this project tomorrow? Is it in my highest benefit to work on this project tomorrow? So I'm thinking of a project, oh, and I'm getting a no. So I'm, I'm gonna think of another project that I'm looking to take on. And that one's saying a yes, see? So a lot of times they well, what do I do today? You know, what's my highest, uh, best intention for the day? Yes. You know, I got three or four different ones that I can choose from, okay? Yep. Yep. Now you can also think of a food. So I'm gonna think of a food, okay? I've got one in mind. Oh, and I'm going back, okay? It's interesting, because it's one of oh, the things we're gonna actually should, test. Should we, should we bring it up? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, great. This Better one? Than, this one? Okay, well, let's do this one. Yeah, okay. okay. So now I've got sugar here, okay? So I'm going to hold the sugar. If you have the food, you can hold it, especially against your midline. And when I hold it, I sway back, okay? So you wanna just, should I bring the plate up and we can yeah. just take one food at a time? So we have a we have a plate of uh, blueberries, carrots, grapes, strawberries. Mm -hmm. All right. So which one shall we? Well, let me stuff? let me grab. Oh, these strawberries look great. Okay. okay. Now, if you can smell the food, that's going into your olfactory nerve even better. So I'm going to smell the strawberry and see what I get. Okay, and it's leaning forward. Okay, so now let me grab the grape. Okay. I can even taste a little bit. Okay, got the taste. Oh, I'm going back on oh, the grape. Oh, interesting. And that's actually the one I thought about earlier, is thinking of the grape. Ah. You know, but so for me, the grape isn't doing it. Okay, let me grab a blueberry. See how I do on the blueberries today. Hmm. I'm not getting a strong yes or a strong no. It's interesting. I did already have blueberries earlier, wild, organic blueberries. Yeah. And my body is saying, yeah. But it's not like saying, oh, that would really be yeah, yeah. ideal for me. Now, I do this with smoothies in the morning where I'll... I, I open the bag of the, you know, frozen, yeah, yeah. S like blueberries and strawberries and I have acai, you know, I'll smell it. And if I sw go forward, that's what I put in my smoothie that day. Yep. And I'll show it on tea as well. Okay. So here's a carrot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> how about that? So yeah. for me, the carrot isn't the, isn't the, the thing to do. 
Now also... We have Batiste. Yeah, Batiste. Now just to note, sometimes if you have a commercial grout carrot and an organic carrot, you might get a different response. Yeah. And it's not to say, oh, carrots are never good for me, but it's something that right now my body is not wanting that. See, we have bioindividuality, and what's good for you might be not good for me, or what's good for me one day is not good enough. So let's just take a tea here. So we got Lipton tea. So I smell that, and I get a sway back. So not so good. Now let's get another tea here. Okay, so this is an herbal tea. I can smell it, and oh, I go really forward on that one. So those are, are ways I use every day to see, you know, what is my best energy at that moment. So, um, and I'll go to the market, and I'll hold like, I was at Trader Joe's last night, and I was holding certain food, and if, like, I can't remember if it was... I think it was eggs. Well, should we get back to the mics yeah. too? Okay, okay. Yeah, let's get back to the yeah. mics. Cool. Yeah, we can talk now. This is interesting, just to even like, to think about. Okay, so that's strawberry. Yeah, you get a good hit on the strawberry. Yeah, I am. Okay. All right. Carrot. Oh. A little bit more back. A little bit yeah. more back. Now, is that, and it's not, it's, it's that specific carrot. Is that a commercial grown or is it? Organic, do you know? I'm not sure. Yes. Yeah, and you're good on the. Some blueberry. Yeah. I'm on the strawberry blueberries right now. Yeah. That's what it's. And the teas. I mean, I'll probably even do that Lipton. It's like. This one's faster for yeah. me, though. Yeah, so but you, you were okay on the Lipton. Now, it's almost, it's very, I just want to say this. It's very, very, let's see how this angles. It's okay for now. I'll go and I'll mm -hmm. angle it down quick, but mm -hmm. I know this one's going to, I already have a, this one's. Yeah, I, see, you add sugar, refined yeah. Refined sugar is not, yeah. the, not the thing. It's on yeah. Internet. Okay, let's bring this in for now. If we want to stand back up, we will. We're probably done with the standing for now. I think, think we, so? yeah, we've demonstrated that enough. I think. Okay, cool. So I'm going to just mention about coffee. Can I quick? Can I quick? 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 I know. Oh, I, yeah. You had the story, and I know you're going to mention coffee. I just want to say this so bad. This is so interesting because what you said, what you said a moment ago, is so accurate with this um, with foods. Is that basically the more that you do this the more it becomes you unleash the innate intelligence yeah. of the muscle testing you connect that you're with talking it. about. You connect yeah. with it. It's extremely intuitive. Mm -hmm. It's extremely sensitive to the body's intelligence. Mm -hmm. And you just, it, it becomes more and more of that subtlety over time. And, and you can almost kind of ride with the flow of that oceanic waveness a yeah. little bit more like, whoa. You can hear yeah. its voice. Yeah, you can hear its voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pull up a little bit more in the chair again. Okay. Pull up forward a little, little bit more. Pull up a little bit more. Okay. Is this good? Perfect. That's good. All right. Beautiful. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, we were on coffee now. Was that where you were? Yeah. Like, okay. I have this really healthy organic coffee. It's got some, um, like, mushroom that's blended with it. And it's, like, a great antioxidant coffee. And I find that some days I'll open the bag and smell the coffee and it always smells great. But some days 
when I smell it, I go forward and then I'll take it and then the next day maybe forward and then maybe a third day I go back. That's right. See, so our body likes variety and if you keep doing something every day, like a lot of people, they just eat the same thing, the same thing, they drink the same beverage every morning, every morning, every morning. And what I was finding is when I would, would if I didn't listen to my body and I would keep drinking that coffee, my adrenals were getting very depleted. That's right. So. I, I'd say, oh, the next day I'm maybe Slippery Elm is the tea I go forward on. And then sometimes I'm good on Earl Grey. I got an organic Earl Grey and I do well on that. Yep. Um, but my body likes variety. So therefore, even though it's a healthy coffee and I love it, my body says I need a break. And if I'm asking every day, I know whether, oh, that morning if I go back, I'll skip it today. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, tomorrow maybe I'll be good on it. But that's... I just like to have the best energy I can throughout the entire day. And this way you can tap into your innate intelligence and yes. say, body, what's going to give me the highest energy today? Yep. Rather than, oh, I'm going through these dips and I'm back up. And then especially with, with coffee and stimulants, we think, oh, if our energy's low, then I need to get a five-hour energy or a monster drink. Well, that actually, it, I, every time I test on five-hour energy, I never drink it, but I have one at home just for testing purposes, and you know it just it's you don't you don't deleting. get back a yes on five hour. Energy. I have yeah. not no yeah, yeah. yeah exactly or Red Bulls or monsters. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, even in the morning, like you're describing with getting into the ritual or the routine of even a healthy coffee, is that to be able to use the innate intelligence and see are you potentially getting the answer to go with an herbal tea and sometimes it's literally i feel like we are just children that need a pacifier in the morning of something yeah. hot and so if you try the hot tea mm -hmm. like an herbal one and just see how that interplays with you yeah. and maybe instead of going really hard like caffeinated maybe you kind of relax back with like a book for like the first hour or two of the day and kind of like let your blood pressure just naturally rise yeah. like in the day rather than just going hard in the morning yeah stuff yeah. like that let me give yeah. you another energy tip yeah okay there's a the thymus gland it's a john diamond dr john diamond writes in his book life energy how this helps to regulate our life force and if you just thump on it, it's right around where your second button is here. Interesting. And we even, for you that remember Tarzan movies. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he would beat right there. And I don't know if they knew it was actually a physiological it is. switch. It is, yeah. So I'll do that in the morning. In fact, every oh, morning. cool. But right before my meditations, I'll just thump right on this. Now, there's another acupressure point right here called Conception Vessel 24. It's a meridian that runs right up the front, this midline of the body. It ends right here under the lower lip and that dip in the chin. And if you tap there, it actually helps to stimulate dopamine. So that's another energizer. Wow. Um, while we're on the energy thing, we already talked about the ear enrolling technique. So in other words, instead of just going for that morning cup, do some deep breathing, um, often ride my bike in the morning. Here's exactly. An, Go out in the sun, run yeah, around. Yeah. yeah. Like also, get on the earth. Get your feet barefoot on the earth. It's called grounding. Like yes. I, I live right at the beach. I'll go out in the sand with my bare feet or if you're on grass, if you can. Um, I know in some climates it's, it's cold winter weather right now, but if you can get on 
natural connected with the earth yes amen. and that's an energizer uh, the ear unrolling technique here's another one pull apart on this it's called the sagittal suture between the two bones here called the parietal bone breathe in and pull apart like you're trying to open up um the skull and breathe in pull apart and then exhale relax <sighs> and then pull apart as you breathe in exhale relax deep breath in exhale relax in doing that that's another energizer on a biochemical or supplement uh the amino acid tyrosine it's called l-tyrosine a 500 milligram capsule i take one first thing in the morning that also stimulates your dopamine which is what coffee and, and stimulants do and so we're always trying to let's say self-medicate to get us to be to feel good you know and so in the, the case of coffee oh we're raising our dopamine the problem with again it's it's there's good quality coffees and there's ones that are not so good but an organic coffee and how much your body wants which you also mentioned about the ounces see oh, yeah. i can that muscle test and i'll do it with my 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 knee up here and i'll say okay more than four ounces more than six ounces okay six ounces seven ounces six so i can actually see how much of the coffee you know so, so interesting so i find if i have like say in my body's case six ounces i feel great but if i say oh let me have some more let me have some more then i go over the top and that's very similar the exercises that you had me do thanks to your content that's also available online where you walk us through these like multi-hour long sessions across muscle testing and other aspects of kinesiology where you can do this process where you go okay tonight you know two ounces of wine three ounces of wine four ounces of wine and you're yeah. already starting to go backward when you're getting into the higher ounces and the yeah. sim similarly maybe with the another one that i played with was the milligrams of, of cannabis is another one like uh -huh. five milligrams 10 milligrams 20 you know i i started going back like right after 20 or right after maybe four six ounces of wine as well yeah. like you really kind of want to you want to muscle test those numbers as well and then stick to that like yeah. two glasses or whatever you tested in at yeah yeah it's and really so cool. yeah and, and on our kinesiologyinstitute.com we have uh, a way people get free a free three-day course yeah. that, that shows a lot more of these techniques that go way beyond and like specific acupressure points like for headaches and and a lot of the uh, ways you're using this to again have better health better energy yeah. and and a longer life you exactly know? my my goal is to be teaching this uh, at least to a hundred years old yeah. in fact my oldest student, she started, she came to my class when she was 95. Her wow. name was Irene Harrison. Wow. And I asked her, Irene, uh, what are you here for? And she says, well, I don't care if I live to be 105, I'm going to keep on learning. I love that. In fact, she was not only uh, uh, in my kinesiology classes, she's also a yoga student of mine. And she come to yoga class, 95, 98 years old. And she actually made it to 108 years old. Wow. And uh, she... Wow. She was amazing. She was a friend of Thomas Edison's. Wow. See, Thomas Edison's wife uh, was from Akron. Wow. Well, Irene's father started Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. Wow. 
So that's they were crazy. like, they were like, you know, drinking buddies or whatever. That's so crazy. <laughs> and yeah. so she would go over to Thomas Edison's house. And after a session that I was working with her one day, she sat up and she said, you know, you're doing what my old friend Thomas Edison said the doctor of the future will do. Beautiful. Yeah. The doctor of the future will give no drugs or medicine, but he will educate his patient in the care of the human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention exactly. of disease. Exactly. So that's what we're doing, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it's, and your body will educate you. That's, your innate intelligence isn't stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it knows what you should eat. And that's why for me, testing, you know, I don't test everything. I'm, I'm like, I kind of, I know. And, and even without muscle testing, if you, you really get tuned into your innate intelligence, it tells you. It's your, you know, your intuitive, like your gut feeling, your intuition knows what's good and what's not. And even Dr. Thee, the one who created Touch for Health, told me, he says, you know, eventually we'll be so in tune, we won't need to muscle test. It, that's well, what I was also wanting to chat about, which is probably, we'll it's probably a good seg segue into that. Yeah. Is this sort of riding on the crest of each wave when we get so intuitively good at it, we end up not needing the muscle test the muscle test in a sense is training wheels for yeah. the highest level of intuitive flow yeah yeah i yeah. see so I, I don't want people to think oh god now i got a muscle test every move i make yeah. you know and everything i'm putting in my body in that it's it's in basically it, it boils down to is this food rich in life force yes yes and it's basically your organic produce, plant-based organic produce. And for those that are, you know, uh, wanting like free range, uh, organic, like meats and that, you know, for those that find that's okay. And it's, again, it's a bio-individual thing. It is bio-individuality. Like some people, yeah. I was a vegetarian, strict vegetarian for eight years. And I found my energy was just really getting low. And so I ended up having a steak one day for like first time at in eight years. Like, wow, do I feel great? Great, yeah, it's so and, interesting. Exactly. And yeah. and yet I have like Sheldon Deal. He's been he's been a vegetarian for I think at least let's see sixty, I guess sixty years. He's been a vegetarian. That's crazy, yeah. And for him that works fine. Yeah, yeah. you know so. It's not a one size fits all. Exactly, it's super bio individual, and it's there's so much complexity in the gut microbiome as well yeah. for each person. Yeah, I wonder. We should probably chat about this a bit because it's so obviously critical for um, the future of of humanity, which is that we have a. We'll bring up multiple of these as we talk. Mm -hmm. So, oh, yes, yeah, we have David Hawkins' levels of consciousness, and specifically, the reason why I want to even bring this up is its relationship to the ego and force, which is down there in the zero to 200 range, and then the enlightenment and power upwards, which is in that closer to 1000 range and the people in the positions of power around the planet 
Fortune 500 CEOs, the UN General Assembly, the 2,200 billionaires on the planet, 225,000 ultra high net worth around the planet, the USA Congress, you know, all these different people in positions of power and being able to map their levels of egoic separation and find those garden hose knots <laughs> and then be able to help catalyze a process of creating the energy flows that enable the piercing the veil towards that self-realization and towards that more harmonic and abundant and prosperous architecting of the future fabric that we are so excited to enable the future of maximizing human potential. And so this is sort of where I want to see a conversation with you at a pragmatic level around, especially the people in the greatest amounts of power. And just, you know, we have this other one that, that you brought with mm -hmm. today, mm -hmm. which is the, you know, it comes, it comes along with some of the further, you know, that's the same graphic and it was brought with John today. So walk us through sort of the, these different levels on the Hawkins <clears throat> levels of consciousness and also how the influence that we can catalyze not only for ourselves, but for the positions for the people in the positions of greatest power and just unraveling those garden hose knots. Well, it starts with looking at our own consciousness and where we're at. And the name of the game is to elevate your consciousness Yeah. in, in all your thoughts, in, in deeds, in your life purpose and mission. And, and there's times where you, because of life and things that happen to you, that you are in a deep state of, let's say, grief or anger or maybe guilt. And the first step is just to acknowledge that's where you're at. It's accept. In fact, acceptance is a higher level above 200. Just to give you a background, um, Hawkins would, um, he would muscle test and, and he gives a, an arbitrary thousands, you know, thousand points on the scale and it's logarithmic. So um, when you have a frequency which he goes 200 or lower, that's something that would actually muscle test weak yeah. and be a stressor for you. And again, it's from an ego, I'm separate from others. Yep. And so when you feel like you're separate from others and they're not meeting your expectations, you can get angry or you can get sad or, you know, a state of shame is the lowest on the, the scale. Yeah. So first aware, oh, I'm in this state. I'm in a reactive mind, a reactive mode. Yeah. And so by going to love and acceptance, we actually have a technique for this, is there's a point, and they talk about this in emotional freedom technique. It's, it's called stomach, or no, it's actually small intestine three. It's an acupressure point. They call it the karate chop point. Mm -hmm. So I would say even though I'm feeling very angry about this situation going on in my life. And you can 
everyone can do this if they have an anger or it could be a sadness or whatever their upset is around. I totally, again, we'll start from the beginning. So even though I have this situation in my life that I feel very upset with, I totally and completely love and accept myself. Yeah. And it can be about yourself. Say, even though I feel shame around this thing, or even though I feel guilty about this situation in my life, I totally and completely love and accept myself. That's right. And then you can do both of them together. Even though I mm. have this situation that I'm feeling upset about, I totally, I totally and love completely love and, and accept, accept myself. myself. And what that does alone is it brings you up into that higher plane of consciousness. It does, yeah. So love and acceptance, loving yourself is the greatest love of all. I think there was a song about that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Learning to love yourself no, is yeah. the greatest it's love. It's Whitney Houston, but I think George Benson was the first one that did that. Yeah. And so that's where whatever's going on in your lower fields of consciousness, love and accept it, don't resist it. The more you say, I hate that about myself, locks you in because what you resist persists yeah, yeah. but when you love and accept that part of yourself and just allow it to be it's like the caterpillar that's going in the cocoon and then coming out the butterfly that's right so transformation is a process of letting go in fact those are three key words in life whatever you're holding on to let it go and that's where this, you know, let you, it go. That's yeah. So let good. it go. That's so good. Yeah. And so when you're surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Acceptance and and, and so, yeah. So the lower states are like shame, guilt, uh, grief. Um, there's uh, when you move into anger, you're actually moving up the scale. So sometimes like when I was in deep states of sadness, I actually became very angry. And knowing that it, when you can feel something and express it, you can heal it. So the worst thing is to just bottle it up and say, well, I'm, I don't want to feel it or take a drug. So I deaden my nervous system, my consciousness. So I just allow myself to be with it. Now, the key is you don't want to act out that anger because I mean, towards another person, because then that when people are, in fact, if you yell at someone that makes them yell back and angry back so what i first do is i'll say okay on my own even though i'm really angry right now i'll give another tip there's a point stomach one where we tap when you have an emotional upset right under the eyes at the top of the cheekbone and i use two fingers the thumb i mean the thing the index and the middle finger together breathing deep and i'll focus on whatever it could be anger it could be fear it could be anxiety it could be grief just focusing on that while you tap helps to balance the energy and remove the blockage. Mm -hmm. I had one time where I was, <laughs> I was approaching someone. I said, oh, my God, I, f I feel so angry at this person. What I'm about to do could end up putting me in prison. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm breathing and tapping here as I'm walking towards that person, and the anger just melted. And within 30 seconds, I was able to express myself to that person and be able to say, hey, there's a situation that I'm finding, you know, gets me a lot. I'm getting very upset about, and I, I have a request. Yeah. Would you be willing to do this? And by making the request, and if they said, in this case, yes, I can do that, then I just let it go. 
because you're looking for what's rather than focusing on the problem what's the solution and and how can I come from a state of consciousness where we are one you know being like we're connected on a higher plane because ultimately that's what happens when you move above 200 yeah. you're in a state of consciousness where we're all one yeah. Ramdas used to say when you know your true self and I know my true self there's only one of us exactly so that's, that's getting right. to that state and so I just can't it's hardly ever do I get upset with anyone because really the source of upset is a unfulfilled expectation a thwarted intention which is where I'm wanting something to happen it doesn't happen mm -hmm. uh, and, and a broken rule where I say this person should be this way and that way and they shouldn't do this or that like well the good news the, the news is other people are not in this world to live up to your expectations and you're not in this world to live up to theirs. Mm -hmm. So if we can see what is it we want to accomplish together mm -hmm. and what is the, the world we want to create together, mm -hmm. that's where the beauty is. That's where we get mm -hmm. a world that works for everyone. Mm -hmm. So when you're using this whole map of consciousness, what I, I ultimately say is, how can I create peace the highest level right under enlightenment how can i create peace with myself with everyone in my life and what with whatever has happened in my life mm -hmm. to be at peace with it yep and that way i can then come to the highest level of consciousness to evolve yes yes that's basically yeah you know, to be at a state of peace with everyone and everything yeah the even just the loving yourself and accepting yourself and moving beyond the zero to 200 range towards an acceptance is just such a massive step. That is by far the first most important step. Mm -hmm. And then beyond acceptance is just the further kind of self-realization process, piercing the veil, recognizing that when you're your true self, I'm your true self, we're only one being. And that that is what the well of honey is it is that peace and bliss it is that natural state of pure consciousness that is eternally being colored by experience and that is what this is that is what we've been doing that is what will continue happening and so this is the most important thing for not only people to get on an individual level but for the businesses that affect our world and for all of the people in the largest positions of power that affect our world for us to baseline people away from sort of pride and desire and especially the self-dealing intentions of the ego greed conspicuous consumption mm -hmm. and towards intentions that are of joy peace and bliss and enlightenment and recognizing that there is no other, but that it's just a unique expression of that one God source infinitude that's occurring. And so once we get people in positions of power into states of consciousness that are elevated like that, that's when we can really have the enlightened civilization that is maximizing human potential. I know Dennis Kucinich, who's from Cleveland, Ohio, said, why don't we create a cabinet of peace? Yeah. you know a, a department of peace rather than a, a war department you know yeah. <laughs> and uh and exactly the more we you know and it all comes down to voting and 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 just 
the other thing is we we have this we're right and they're wrong and that's the unfortunate polarity we we see a lot in our world today is how we can come with what is it we want to all create and we all want to have a a, a, a safer loving world for our children to grow up into you know and how in, in really raising consciousness is the ultimate solution to all problems 100 percent. Yeah. yeah and so rather than being in this anger it's saying okay let's see how we can come to common ground and that we have shared values that we have to make the world a better place to have a better place for our children to grow up into to have uh love in our hearts and so even and ramdas talked about this how he had a picture of some political person that he despised on his altar and he would have you know his guru and jesus and all this and then and he would he would actually love his in a sense his enemy to say i need to let go of hate towards people that's right and just loving people and that's where you know when when the cold war really ended tony robbins talks about this because he asked gorbachev and he said when did the cold war end? well he said they were they were arguing him and reagan were arguing in this talk and so ronald reagan said hey let's go out for a walk and then they went out for a walk and he said let's start fresh and he says hi my name's ron and he said that they um they dropped the the image of each being the evil empire we're gonna see hey let's be as brothers let's connect at a, at a higher level exactly and you know okay we don't need all these nuclear warheads pointing at each other which unfortunately <laughs> there's still a lot of that going on but but it comes from your own your own raise your own consciousness because that's the one the one person you can work on raising your consciousness and Hawkins talks about this in the book that people that are that are high levels of consciousness, like say Gandhi, for instance, had such a profound power. That's where he calls the power versus the force. Yeah. That was a stronger power than the entire, say, British army and military. Yeah. That that vibration influenced millions of people. Yeah. And so when you raise your consciousness, you have a stronger, more powerful effect totally. over a, a much, uh, yeah. much greater power. Yeah, I love the geopolitical example that you gave when you do relax back into the oneness, when you relax back into what we're going to talk about here in a moment, the non-duality. The more that we recognize the infinite perfection that this is now and we bring other people into that to to butterfly effect out even more harmonic peace bliss love compassion understanding flourishing rather than the egoic separate entity which is more and more beginning to dissolve into the hot tea of the infinite and so that's one of my yeah favorite analogies thanks to rupert spire most recently that i've been talking about quite a bit so this would probably be the good time to transition into that, which would be something like, would it be, I'm curious how you see this multi-layered approach. So at the very 
height of the non-duality of the perennial wisdom on a planetary level is that everything is absolutely indescribably perfect just simply this Mm -hmm. and there's another layer which is where you can enter into the duality which is where you say things like okay well there's suffering and there's well-being and we're trying to eradicate suffering and we're trying to maximize well-being on a planetary level is this how how do your frameworks align with something like that well each day it's like living into the question where am i going to find joy today where am i going to create peace where am i going to create love and compassion and so you become like a beam of bringing and spreading that so for me each interaction that i have with someone like for instance when i was checking out at uh, a store last night my favorite one was i was at the dmv in hawaii and i was getting my uh i used to live in hawaii and it's in waimea hawaii and and i go to the dmv and you know we're in this long line and and so i get to the the woman at the thing and then she's helping me out and i said i just want to i just want to let you know how much i appreciate how great you are exactly and how how it's it's actually a pleasure to be here exactly. and she almost fell over it's like no one's ever said that, said that here. Exactly. it's like yeah. everyone's complaining and so and then uh, you had the smoothest easiest most frictionless experience possible yeah rather than like, god i've been in this line for 30 minutes and when can you oh, this is so frustrating exactly. yeah it's just to appreciate people exactly uh i once interviewed you know who uh wally famous wally amos Mm. Fa- you know, famous Amos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I interviewed him once and he, he goes and does these incredible uh, keynote speeches. And I said, do you have like an outline you use when you're doing these and you got your stories all lined up? And he says, no, he says, I only go in there with one commitment. And that commitment is to have those people feel better about themselves than when they came in. Mm-hmm. So in every interaction, I just feel like how can i make this person feel better about themselves and now maybe another way to say that would be have you gotten to a point where it's just a deep surrender to the absolute flow of this because there's when you say that how can i right how mm-hmm. can i maximize the potential of the scenario right mm-hmm. there's sort of that that in a sense is what I've understood to be more of the adding in that more free will style aspect Mm -hmm. to it. Whereas what I've recognized more and more to be the absolute indescribable surrender Mm -hmm. to just the unfolding of this. Do you, how does that resonate? Well, that is an, an, Michael Beckwith talks about that. You know, there's the lowest level of consciousness is victim. They're doing it to me. You know, oh, this is that. And the government's doing this and this and that. And then you get to the next level of consciousness where you become proactive and say, oh, I'm going to create my own reality. Mm-hmm. And that I can make, you know, and that's an important stage you get to where, hey, I could be proactive and I can create this, you know, wonderful life. But then when you go beyond that, you go, I just in a state of surrender and 
let the spirit run my life is the song they actually have. Yeah. And I just surrender into the day. Yeah. And, and that's where I'm not even, I'm not like intentionally yes. even thinking, oh, I got to make this person feel better about themselves. Yes, it's just yes. a natural flow. Exactly. Where exactly. it's effortless. Exactly. It's just, that's what it's a La way of being. That's what Lao Tzu meant by Wu Wei, effortless action. Yeah. Once you pierce the veil and self-realize yourself and everybody else as the one infinite creator or God or source or non-duality, whatever you want to say about it, the universe, however you want to call it, the multiverse, that there's a channel that opens up of a complete surrender to the indescribable perfection of flow that occurs. You naturally end up being of the utmost highest morality and mm -hmm. ethics mm -hmm. in the outward expression yeah. of that. And so that sort of understanding has been more and more one of the core drives of the perennial wisdom that are trying to mm -hmm. enter into more and more of modernity in a way that helps them solve many of the ethical and moral quandaries that exist. Again, it's just these egoic levels. The sugar cube that's this contracted separate entity is just holding on so separate, so fear-based, so conspicuous consumption greed-based, and that it's just not recognizing, it's not dissolving yet fully into that oneness, into that infinitude, into that shared being. You know, the pupil in itself is the shared eye of God. And the iris is the unique coloration of that expression of mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so the more that we sort of land our hearts and our beings and our essence in that knowing, in that surrender, the more everything else just wu wei effortlessly unfolds to the mm -hmm. absolute highest mm -hmm. it's so mm, it's so indescribable and that's why at the top of that's why at the top of the the map of consciousness what do you see with pure consciousness you see ineffability mm -hmm. it's ineffable <laughs> i remember when i studied with david hawkins and went to sedona and he began his lecture, today we're going to talk about that which can't be talked about. Exactly. <laughs> and everyone cracks up laughing. Yeah. That's, that's the, it. The eternal, the eternal Tao that can be named is not the eternal Tao. Yeah. It's, it's just this, this perennial wisdom that's continuously talked about from all these different faces and paths. <laughs> Hawkins was, in fact, one of the best humorous. He was top-level humorous. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He knew how to bring that into the equation. It was so perfect. And I yeah. walked out of there feeling I've just elevated. I'm not the same person being in his presence. Exactly. I was like, I'm, I'm altered. It just brought me right up. Yeah. Now, I want to give another practical tip on the, this whole thing. Let's do it. Is when, when you find someone's angry at you or... You know, that's that's the thing that trips us down and in, into that lower state when we get into reactive because someone's angry at us and we naturally have this ego reacting back. What I find is if I can go into a state of love and compassion, amen, and just beam that out, their negativity dissolves. doesn't get it doesn't get into me and, and it dissolves and it dissolves from them. Yeah. Give an example of that. I was. Um, dropping my daughter off school at school 
And I was finding, anyway, I was getting frustrated because the woman in front of me, I said, why don't you just move up a little? I can get out. So she wouldn't move up. So I back up my car and apparently I hit the truck behind me, not hard enough to dent it, but just kind of tap it or whatever. And then I zoomed out of that parking space. The woman behind me is in a big Dodge Ram and she comes after me in traffic. And you could see, I could see it on her face. She's raging mad. So I said, oh, I better pull over. And so she pulls up alongside of me. She says, you, you know, you, you tapped, you hit my car. And I go, and so I thought, oh, I could get angry back. But what I did is I, I dropped into this love and compassion and beamed it out. And yeah. I said to her, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She says, you gotta not drive so fast. You gotta be more careful. I said, wow, you're so right. Thank you so much. I really, I, I you know, apologize. And I'm gonna take your advice. You really, you know, just basically gave her acceptance and no fight back. And so I said, okay. And then she says, okay, um, so you go ahead and you have a good day now. And I said, I thank you so much. I will, you too. And it was like from the time Diffuse. where she's gonna pull a gun out and shoot me, Diffuse. she's wishing me to have a great day. Exactly. And I just, exactly. I find that so helpful because we exactly. so easily get into this reactive mind, especially totally. Totally. in the day and age we're in. Totally. Just when people come at you with anger, relax, breathe and project love and compassion yeah. and their negativity, like you said, it gets dissolved yep. and then you also are shielded so it's not bringing you down yep. and smiling at them. And, and you know, there's times where I say, oh, let me understand what's going on with you. So, you know, I apologize if I did something wrong, it wasn't my intention. And just being able to, to be at a state where you're in that higher level of consciousness and that's what Hawkins is talking about is when you're up in those high levels, my mentor, Les Brown, said this to me. He said, if you can't bring other people up, don't let them bring you down. You know, it's not your responsibility, but when you resonate at those high levels, they often just rise right up. And that's what I find invariably happens. So here's, here's the way that, that I see this. On the absolute highest is an indescribable surrender to the non-dual tune, to the non-dual song, to the non-dual flow. Yeah. Another layer of it, we can say that there is a a suffering that is being eradicated and moving towards a well-being and a prosperity and an abundance. And within that exists what you describe, which is this recognizing the egoic sugar cube that is contracted and is creating a negativity and you in a state as you become more and more self-realized as you pierce the veil as you have the well of honey of peace and bliss 24 7 you're just emanating out that's why it's called enlightenment you're emanating out the light that state inevitably dissolves the egoic sugar cubes in the others that are bringing in a negativity inward. And so the, the entirety of the situation is described in all of these, the nature of reality is described in all of these different faces up the mountain, which then aim to help 
people on their journeys to pierce the veil and self-realize themselves. That's why when people like you with the kinesiology institute, I mean, I don't, you probably gave a dozen examples throughout the conversation. You might've given 15 examples. You gave a lot of examples. Those are all different faces, different strategies to the same one end, which is well-being. And in many ways, that's what Tony Robbins does with his events. He has all these different events that he does across the planet, the date with destiny, English power within. There's all these different events that he does, all these different interviews that we do, all about describing the different faces to the one truth of mm-hmm. just peace, bliss, perfection, yeah. indescribable nowness mm-hmm. and just being here with that and naturally that creates the channel of the outward expression which is your uniqueness mm-hmm. and this has been more and more the common perennial wisdom that's being revealed that we're remembering mm-hmm. and it's just that's home that yes. is home we are home you know around us we are walking each other home we are just piercing the veil and recognizing this is home and that we become more and more remembered to the true nature of our being. Mm -hmm. And we even, this is probably a good moment to wrap also with the beauty of your harmonica and of the beauty of the (laughs) music, of the music, right? Uh Music as Alan Watts talked about music it forces you to surrender into the flow of the now into the perfection of the now you can't be truly tapped into the music while thinking about the past or the future you have to be present in order to be fully engaged into the harmonica or whatever instrument or even the simple just dancing and stretching and just releasing Mm -hmm. and expandingness that that forces you into the now it forces you yeah in yeah yeah we say in kinesiology that sound is really the the highest level of healing because it affects every body it affects the physical body it affects the emotional body the mental body the spiritual body and all the fields the chakras in fact you can balance the chakras with specific frequencies or vibrations like certain notes and so Yeah, and, and while I was driving over here today, I was listening to the classical station. And in fact, there's a technique where you can put classical music on a specific acupressure point. It's uh, called CV4. It's uh, basically uh, mm. just below the halfway point between your uh, belly button and the, and the pubic bone. Mm. And you can take a, a little speaker, like even your earbud. Oh, so cool. And you could put a adagio kind of like classical music, like a say like Pachelbel's Canon mm-hmm. or box uh, air on a G string. And you could put that on that acupressure point and it deeply soothes and heals all these aspects in I your love body. That. That's such a good yeah. piece of wisdom too. Take yeah. the actual speaker itself and move it yeah. to C4. It's CV, conception CV. vessel four. It's an acupressure point. And if you, you, you touch your uh, umbilicus, the, the, the navel, and you touch uh, the top of your pubic bone, yes. it's about halfway, halfway between the two of those. Yep, yep. And you don't have to listen to it. You don't have to hear the sound. I was doing that one time where I was very stressed. 
And uh, so when I wake up in the morning, I would put the, the classical clock uh, radio on that point and just ha- hold it there for a couple minutes. And I was like, God, I feel so much better now. <laughs> I know. So sound actually has, uh, in music, a powerful effect on our healing. In fact, I teach that in my fundamentals course, how you can muscle test music. And in there, when I play the, the classical music, people are really strong and something that's weakened will be strengthened. Yeah. Where if I listen to say like gangster rap, exactly, yeah. it will weaken people. Exactly, totally. And totally, unfortunately, totally. a lot of the music today is yeah. very uh, hard on our system and creating yeah. energy blockage. Yeah. But you, you can choose, choose things that bring you energy. And, and like you mentioned, moving to yeah. music and dancing yeah, exactly. and expressing that's the you know the exactly. lousy cheetah flow and yeah this would be great if while we have john playing the harmonica <laughs> that we surrender into that <laughs> nowness okay the indescribable perfection okay i'm so excited for everyone Thanks for letting me do that. That was so nice. I wonder if we can play. That's so, so nice. And I love how the harmonica is so mobile and it just comes with you wherever you go and you whip it out and it's so loud. I love that. I'm curious if I'm getting this perfect position where the sunlight, the sun that's setting is shining through the peephole of the door and it's changing colors from red to orange mm. to yellow to green to blue to purple it's so majestic okay oof wow just these simple things and just briefly and that's why you know terence mckenna when he was on his way out after he was diagnosed that he found eternity and infinity and peace and bliss and even the simple blade of grass or the ant crawling on the ground which is what the childlike essence is before the like around 18 months or so the child is just so deeply like infinite and then all this permanence everything with permanence kicks in and, and stuff like that i wonder if we can with the harmonica it would be nice if we can play where if we take just the just the dbs the decibels of what you're doing and if we half that and then if i come in and i kind of rhythmically come in with some audio let's see what we can do Mm, these levels of consciousness we work 
our way naturally. From force to power, from the ego to the enlightenment, love, light, consciousness. so nice thank you you're welcome thank you i love that it's so childlike it's so playful it's just mm -hmm. spontaneous mm -hmm. and that's what is the flow yeah that's what is it john mcguire thank you so much for thank coming you, on Atlas. the program it's been such a delight to share and yeah. and just be be at one with you likewise mm -hmm. likewise kinesiology institute has so many great offerings for people you gave like 15 different of these just like you know this is going to be me uh, now i'm yeah. just going to be like this and like this and like, yeah. and like this and all these different tests so i really hope that uh people can leverage those very simple different faces that you've shown as well as all of the there's a three-day program that's available on kinesiology yeah, three three-day class that gives you a lot more and we also have my book that's coming out soon. I'm, I'm writing a book on muscle testing, a lot of these little practical tips and how you can use it to enhance your health and basically tap into your innate intelligence in all aspects of your life. So uh, I'm making that uh, digital copy available to anyone that, that uh, wants to, uh, you can tell them how to, to go to support at kinesiologyinstitute.com. Exactly. And request uh, a, to say, I'd like the, the muscle testing book. Yes. And uh, as we get it out here shortly, we'll be able to send them a digital copy of that. Beautiful. Beautiful. There's so much, and the, all the instructions to this are in the bio. So you can find all of the instructions to request the digital copy of the muscle testing book to access innate intelligence support at kinesiologyinstitute.com is where you'll send that email again all that info is in the bio kinesiologyinstitute.com links there and also john's linkedin profile is down there as well if you'd like to go and connect with him and thank you for watching greatly appreciate you all thank you so much we would love to hear how you feel in the comments below let us know we'd love to also hear how the takeaways are going for everyone let us yeah. know how that's going and like the video subscribe if you haven't and share the video with people that you know would find it interesting to learn more about kinesiology and consciousness and what john was sharing with us today and that is all pierce the veil self-realize surrender to the indescribable perfection I love you Be so well. much. Be well. Thank hey. you for tuning in. Thank you, John. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you for Thank you. having me here to share all these gems that I can. It's been our honor. Thank you. All right. You're the, the aroma of your flower has been mm, so nice. All right. Thank you. Thank you.